Welcome to the first of what may be many short episodes that I do from time to time that will cover random bits of astronomy, geology, or physics-based pseudoscience. This episode is for September 14th of 2016. The topic I'm going to talk about today is the unsinkable predictions of Planet X Doom and Gloom by Marshall Masters. I covered Marshall's claim in more detail in episode 109. I suggest that you refer to that for all the details of the doom and gloom and about why he's wrong. The sole focus of this episode is about documenting his verifiably 100% wrong predictions of when Planet X would be visible over the past 14 years. All of these are from his appearances on the late-night paranormal talk show Coast to Coast AM. He was on in 2003 and then every year since 2011. I listened to over 14 hours of his appearances, all of his appearances, except for only one of which I have from 2003, even though he was on four times that year. First up was his claim in August of 2003. Something's pointing to September 6th, though, right? Right. Now, this is a formation that appeared back in 1995, the Tichborne Formation. Mm -hmm. And it has... Um, it has basically just a chart of our inner solar system, and when you align it, it comes up perfectly with Mars basically being the time measure on the outer ring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we sat down and we checked it out ourselves. We vetted his work, and uh, he's on, you know, he's on the money with the times. And what he's showing on the 6th of September is that there is going to be an object that will be between the orbits of Venus and Earth. Mm -hmm. It'll be on the other side of the sun. In other words, he was predicting something would happen in just a month. This also sets the tone for at least the next decade in terms of using crop circles as his primary guide, and it sets the tone for, at least through the present, about claiming that his object is usually, somehow, just on the other side of the sun, which is why you can never see it, while at the same time claiming that he has lots and lots of pictures of it. Starting in 2011, Marshall started to get into the December 2012 bandwagon. Timing-wise, uh, according to the Aveberry 2008 formation, which I document in Crossing the Cusp, uh, we're going to see Planet X in December 2012. And this is also the period of the solar maximum when the sun is forecasted to be its most violent. And just in case it wasn't clear, one minute later, he reiterated December of 2012. So when is the return date for Planet X as you have calculated it? Well, according to the Avebury 2008 formation, it's in early December that we will see it of 2012. He was then on twice in 2012 and had completely jumped on to the December 21st, 2012 date. Here he is in April of that year. The Avebury 2008 formation is telling us that on December 21, 2012, we're going to see a comet-like object. And from the Northern Hemisphere, if you're standing in the fields of Avebury, you know, just wait for sunset, look, you know, 45 degrees right, 45 degrees up, bing, it's going to be there. And when we see it, that's when we know the guacamole hits the fan. And again, four minutes later. Okay, what, we're, what I'm saying is that there's a formation appeared in, in England in August, it was uh, 
in two parts about the size of uh, nearly four soccer fields. It says that on December 21, 2012, we're going to see what appears to be a, a second sun in the sky, and about this time, there is going to be a horrific solar storm, uh, somewhat perhaps similar to the one portrayed in the movie Knowing. And uh, it's going to be devastating for us. But in his last interview of 2012 on Coast to Coast, he was already starting to hedge his bets, saying sort of that it would kind of come when it would come, but he still did not back down from December 21st of 2012. What the formation shows us is that uh, in December, and actually just prior to December 21, 2012, that we will see a comet-like object off to the right of the sun, upper right quadrant, about, you know, 45 out, 45 up. Interestingly, in his first foray in 2013, after his demonstrably wrong predictions for 2012, he said that he would never, ever scare people. This is from March 18th of 2013. The thing about Planet X as a topic is that it doesn't matter if there's, you know, these false events, like I remember back in 2003 uh, with uh, Mark Hazelwood had published a book, Blindsided, and it really stirred up a lot of fear. Uh, and that was when Sitchin called me and gave me an exclusive interview for our site, because we weren't seeing anything that would substantiate what Hazelwood was saying. So we published and we said, no, not now. It's not that it's not coming, but it's just not now. It's not now. And I think they were talking about May of 2003, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. May of 2003. And uh, But what I remember about that, and it really stuck with us, were the letters that we got. Because people were writing us, because we were publishing on that. I, had, I think my first article went up in 2002. And we were studying it, and they were coming to us essentially for a second opinion. And the letters were, you could see where somebody was really biting their lip, trying to sound rational and coherent and calm. The fear and the panic was oozing out of the lines. These were people getting ready to cash out their savings and, and head for the hill. Which they always do when they think there's a catastrophe impending, huh? Some do, some don't. Uh, but a lot of people do, and this was so upsetting for these people that reading these emails and responding to them was one of the most depressing times of my life. And I just swore after that I was never going to do anything like that. On the other hand, that doesn't stop me from looking for Planet X. Of course, he went directly on to repeat all of his previous statements documented in episode 109 about how Planet X would cause giant outbursts from the sun, earthquakes, a magnetic pole shift, a lithosphere lock causing a geographic pole shift, lots of people dying, volcanoes, meteor impacts, tsunamis, horrible weather, and that in the past it caused Noah's flood, the plagues of the Book of Exodus, a.k.a. Moses v. Pharaoh, and the sinking of Atlantis. So much for a kind, gentle, non-scaring people person. He also predicted that it would be visible in just a few months in this clip that's 12 minutes after the one that I just played. And right now they're saying, George, in June of this year, it's visible to everybody in the Northern Hemisphere. He reiterated that an hour later, going even a bit earlier than that prediction. 
if we use the timing that zero zero Skyview is using, and they're actually making infrared observations of the mini constellation and the dark star at the center of that constellation, and what they're saying is this summer, midsummer, it's going to become visible, which would mean the object that we're looking at would come visible before that, perhaps in May. And uh, that'll happen. And then, two minutes later, he said this little gem. I can't debunk it. Nobody can debunk it. And he doubled down on Planet X coming in 2013 at the end of the third hour of the program. And and again, what's the timetable? The timetable? Yeah. I think, in terms of what I'm looking at, for me it's always been, you know, for all the years I've come on your show, I've always said the same thing. 2012 is the warm-up band. The headline act is 2013. Whatever's going to pop is going to pop this year. If nothing happens this year, which would just plum tickle me to death, then at that point we can say, all right, maybe we, you know, we were lucky and it's a benign flyby. We've only had a bit of disruption and we'll get through this and things are going to be calm. At least this but time. On the other hand, it could be, you know, by the time we finish this year, we're going to see all kinds of havoc that's going on. Now, forgive me for pointing this out, but so far, I have literally played for you every single clip from every appearance by Marshall Masters since 2011, plus one from 2003, where he stated any sort of time for his predictions, and he never, ever mentioned 2013. So that's just a flat-out, unadulterated lie. And just after he was proven wrong, yet again, in August of 2013, he still was not challenged on his consistent failures, and instead just predicted that something would happen later in the year, that people would start to notice solar storms and earth changes in the next few months. The timeline right now is, I would say, uh, late 2013 to early 2014, As for Planet X specifically, he said that we would start to see Planet X in 2015, setting the date almost one and a half years ahead. What really concerns me is what's going to start happening, I'd say, from 2015 on. Uh, This is, uh, in 2015, first off, the outermost orbital, which right now we're tracking from a volcano at right 10,000 feet. Uh, that's the whole problem, is that this stuff hasn't come close enough. It's visible below the clouds for, for the rest of us mundane mortals, if you will. And so, uh, but in 2015, that object is going to become that outermost orbital, or the blue bonnet that we've been tracking. That's going to become visible below the clouds. We're going to be seeing that. He also may have finally learned his lesson and expressed his distaste for setting dates. And I'm really loath to do dates anymore. And he repeated his sad story from several months earlier about 2003 and people being afraid. George followed up with a question. Well, are we going to start that again by talking about 2015? I, you know, the thing, I think it's a different thing. 2003 was... A tempest in a teapot. I think with 2015, I'm not interested in going down the Nancy Leader path. Uh, my position right now is 
December 21, 2012, all right, which was uh, a media event principally driven by the cable channel. Clearly, Marshall Masters either has a very, very selective and poor memory, or he's just an outright liar. I don't think that you could really have it any other way given all the clips that I've played earlier, for he was all gung-ho for December 2012 until pretty much right after it didn't happen, claiming less than a year later that this whole time he was saying that it was a media event is incredibly dishonest, or his memory of what he said is so bad that I really wouldn't want to trust anything that he says if his memory is so bad. Now, as for setting dates, the lesson was short-learned because just a month later, he was back at it. What is your timetable, Marshall? Timetable is, I think, by the end of this year. We're, it's, you know, we're seeing it now. The question is, is when are people going to start looking? But we're seeing it now. My concern, because particularly, of, and your caller who called about this fireball, I think he's really got the right instinct because we could very well have some impact events that start happening. His interview in 2014 was in June when he said, We're fairly convinced that sometime in 2016, Nibiru is going to be naked eye visible all around the globe. Interestingly, in 2015, Marshall did not state and was not asked when we would definitely see Planet X. The only reference to a timeline was this. How many times could some of those past people say, hey, it's coming, it's coming, and then nothing happens? Well, you know, I have never in, in the past, and you can go through my work, we've talked about projections. Yeah. No, this is the most adamant you've ever been. This is now, because all of this, all of the trends, all of the empirical data that we have been following, it is happening. And we are in the 11th hour. Now, to be fair, in the clip that I played, he said that he always presented his work in terms of projections. I suppose that might be true, but he always presented his projections as 100% true and valid and absolutely 100% what was going on. In episode 109, I played for you a clip where he said just that, that he was absolutely certain that Planet X was going to swing by very soon, note that this was a few years ago, and he separately said that he was 100% certain that it was going to cause catastrophe on planet Earth. So, forgive me if I don't put much stock in forgiving him for now claiming that his predictions before were just projections, with the implication that he wasn't really sure about them. And so, while that was the only reference to a specific observable date or time period, he spent the entire two hours reiterating, yet again, for the nth time, just restating over and over how he was seeing Planet X in all of these images, and it was going to create havoc and mayhem and catastrophe, and only about one out of every 15 people on the planet would survive. Yeah. That brings us up to yesterday, or last night, or this morning, September 13th of 2016, when he was on for another two hours, and he was at it again. What we believe we're going to see between now and the end of the year will be a significant event with loss of life. And what I mean by significant is something that will force mainstream media to cover it honestly. 
That exact quote is not 100% clear, but all of the context around it was talking about, well, quite literally, a biblical tribulation-style event, such that, yet again, George Norrie, the interviewer, exactly nine minutes later brought up the same thing that he had since 2013, asking about the 2003 non-event and giving Marshall an opportunity to reiterate that he would never scare people because that's bad. At 16 minutes into the broadcast... I, I couldn't sleep at night. Well, I mean, but aren't we scaring people now, Marshall? No, I don't think we're scaring people. Not when you can go on YouTube and find this guy, Dave B., and you can look at it and see for yourself. You can go read my article, Hellion, all right? And uh, on my website, Hellion and the Planet X System Observed in Brazil. Right. You're not scaring people when you're talking about literally billions of people dying in the next few months and people needing bunkers, and you saying also that people will literally be resorting to cannibalism. Now, as for the specific timetable for Planet X itself, well, it's a predictable pattern now, just about a year away. Well, when this cluster gets close, mm -hmm. and when do you think that would be? I believe that right now we're already starting to have a lot more observations on YouTube. So by the end of the year, that's going to increase dramatically. Ed is saying December 2017. We'll see it, and when we do, it'll be the size right, of so the moon. That's close. It's the same old canard that he's been spinning for at least the last six years with the exact same language and the exact same certitude. And when I say exact, I mean, you get the gist of it. Each time you say it, it sounds real, and it sounds scary. And it's okay to be wrong. Scientists are wrong all the time. What's not okay is to keep being wrong and keep spreading fear through being wrong by perpetuating a claim and continuing to move that timeline back and keep the internet web hits coming. It's irresponsible. It's fear-mongering. It's pseudoscientific. And each time he's on now, he's trying to sell his books that tell you how to survive the Planet X catastrophe. My name is Stuart Robbins, and you can find this podcast in the usual social media websites, as well as podcast.sjrdesign.net. And if you liked it, please rate it on your podcast provider service of choice.